Hello and welcome to a bonus Tuesday podcast from the Scottish Independence Podcasts. As you probably know, there is a by-election coming up in Rutherglen following Margaret Ferrier being deselected from her seat. This is a constituency that has changed hands between Labour and SNP for years and Labour are pretty cocky, pretty sure it's their turn now and SNP are just as determined that it's not their turn, not if they can help it. There are actually four independence parties standing, plus a host of others. You can see the full list on South Lanarkshire Council's website. So we headed down there to see what we could see, find out who was in the streets, find out what they were saying. We had a very interesting day. Here's how it went. Hey, good morning. We are in Rutherglen. We get about, don't we? We do get about, and a bit of an adventure because the train stopped at a station we weren't expecting, but we're here. And the first thing when you come out of the station is this really interesting mural. And the steeple stands where it always stood where Wallace was betrayed. I didn't know he was betrayed in Rutherglen. All female football team, 1920 to 1928, were victorious against an all male team from Rutherglen Police Station. At that time, women's football was banned by the SFA. Oh, Ruther Glen. And it means the Red Valley. It was a delightful bit of unexpected culture just as you get off the train. There's Ruther Glen High Street. That, I think, is a town hall with a Union Jack flying from it, unfortunately. Well, there's some breakfast rushed out of Glasgow Central Station to get here. We're in Rutherwell. This is the main street in Rutherwell. The uh, town hall's just up there. Yeah, over the way, there's some. Scottish socialists, so we're going, we're going to talk to them and in a wee while. And up there are Glasgow Pensioners for Indy. They're just getting their gazebo together, so we're keeping out of the way. Morning, folks. There we go. Independence is normal. Heading over to the SSP stand. How are you feeling then about this by-election? Well, we've been, we've been here in Rutherglen uh, for the past six weeks or so. Um, we'll be campaigning for a £15 minimum wage for all workers over 70 for the abolition of zero hours contracts. Uh, for bringing, for example, those buses there into fully in the public ownership, delivering free public transport for everyone in Scotland, and for abolishing the two child limit, for abolishing the bedroom tax, uh, for bringing energy into democratic public ownership to fight fuel poverty here in Scotland, and also for an independent socialist Scotland as well, for a country in which the wealth of this country is used to improve the lives of working class people, not enrich the billionaires and the billionaires. Yeah, yeah, so the only word you haven't mentioned in that is republic. Republic. <laughs> an independent socialist Scotland and a modern democratic republic. It, I'm, I'm thinking it's a wee while back, but SSP had MSPs in Hollywood at one point. Yeah, we did. With the figure six following the, the Iraq war. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Um, I would find the campaign up as I should do unjustified wars now as well. Instead of funding forms and nuclear weapons, we should be funding the NGS public services that are publicly on national care services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's absolutely nothing in what you've just said that I would disagree with at all. Do you think that the Scottish Labour Party is anywhere close to your position on most of these things? Oh, that, that, that. The Labour leadership here, Starmer, is a self did a party of visit, party of big business, the party of the Mossops. Um, so when what we need is party of worker. Labour and, and Corey's are two branches of the one party. Uh, one party <laughs> has two different management teams competing to stay in charge. 
Um, and I don't think that a Keir Starmer-led government would make any change in more. Those policies that you sort of had just just told us about, they're not all an overlap with the SNP, but there's a lot of overlap yeah. with the SNP with them. So is it a good idea to stand a candidate here when, you know, it's certainly a bit of a, the main tussles between Labour and SNP at the moment? Just, you start, well, you it's important that before I start that, candidate for the, for the working class political party. One of the key pledges that the SSP makes is that any elected representative we have will only take on the equivalent of a worker's wage. Another SNP MP on £90,000 a year to join the establishment down at, down at Westminster. Um, I don't think that's moving independence forward, I don't think that's moving and the cause of working mass people forwards. And I would say about the SNP, well, we have to look at their record and the Scottish government's indication of, of where they stand. 12 third up lists say for care workers next April, it's not nearly enough. It's not enough now and certainly not going to be enough next April. That's why we're here campaigning for a 15 pound minimum wage for all workers over 16, including care workers. The rise is with inflation or matches the cost of living every year and not just inadequate uplifts that are already behind. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I know that you're saying everyone over 16, whereas because some of the wage levels that are on the end, the younger, yeah. younger folk, really discriminatory age adding is just pure yeah. exploitation. Um, younger workers do the same work. Probably the workers in the Greg's behind you, they're, they're on a lower age band, they're doing the same work as the other ball extends to them. Yeah. But they're paid less just because they're younger. Um, and that's it's, a, it's, a funny, it's a funny way of thinking, isn't it? Like, yeah. Everyone's living costs are going up. Um, yeah. Wages are going up. Yeah. Um, and the you know, younger workers are, are among the most exploited in that system. They're also yeah. more likely to be on zero as contracts. Yeah. Um, and have precarious conditions. The way we talk about poverty, something doesn't reflect the fact that the majority of people in Scotland are in poverty or in households that are in white. Yes. Um, it's in work poverty that represents the majority of, of poverty in Scotland. Yeah. Well, we've seen as a great movement of the wealth of working class and people into really class people. Yeah. People are already at the wealthy list. Yeah. Um, and what we have to do is reverse that. Yeah. So we have to put the wealth that working class people create, because it is working class people that create the wealth in society. So they should get the benefit of the wealth that's been. The wealth should be the working class now. Yeah. Approve the lives of working class people. Yeah. They also spend their money locally. They don't stick it in a bank. They also, they also spend money. They also, if people have money to spend in as economic somebody money that's sitting in the Cayman Islands or supposed to buy a new, a new York, exactly what I was going to say, that's not economic activity, yeah. right? That's not the basis of a, of a stable and secure, prosperous tour. Yeah. So, Chad, what about um, Bill Bonner? Is it your candidate? Bill Bonner. What's, what's his background? What's his... Uh, well, Bill Bonner is a, a veteran global campaigner. Um, he's a familiar face, I think, to anyone no. with, with the trade convening movement given you're in Lanningshire of Glasgow as well. Um, and what Bill is, is standing for is this real transformative change because we can't get into this punch and duty politics where it's going to be the SP or it's going to be Labour, it's going to be the SP or it's going to be Labour. When in reality, nothing changes. Uh, what we need is a working class movement, a working class policy, an independent working class policy. Well, that was a very interesting discussion with the representative from the Scottish Socialist Party. Very articulate, very reasonable position, I think, as well. I'd have to apologise, though, that we didn't get his name. We should have asked. Sorry about that. But thanks for talking to us. Okay, I'm heading back to the pensioners for Indy's stall. Now that there's no danger of us having to do any work, helping to put it up. (laughs) 
This is the second time this week you've been here, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's, how's it going then? I think, I think it's quite mixed. Um, there are still a lot of Labour supporters here. And then when you ask them what Labour are going to do, they, they just, I'm a Labour supporter, you know, type of thing. And I say, well, they're not going to take you back into Europe. Uh, because I think that's one of the things that can really turn folk around. So sometimes that leads to any other conversations. Yeah, that's yeah. all you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much agree with that. Yeah. I just got into a bit of a bar tree down there. With some of the brother Glenn who were kind of sitting there who told me there was no point in voting for anyone because they're all a load of shite. And they're all the same. So all but what about the same. So I really can't. Hard to get but yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. There's a lot of apathy. Yeah. And that's because they don't see them, their voice being here. Well, I suppose that's it. Yeah. I mean, uh, my brother's like that, you know, we didn't matter what I did. And, you know, yeah. I still managed to drag him out and get the boat, but, yeah, but, but that's, <laughs> yeah, it does feel like that, you know? It's quite no matter what we do, there's not going to be. It's really hard to work out how you could have even have got in. And they're sitting, the thing is, they're sitting right next uh, Scottish Socialist Party stall. And the fun thing about the Scottish Socialist Party, I mean, it's women and men, working women and men that they've got. They thought that they're trying to help. So, uh, so are the Socialist Party? Are they wanting you to vote Labour, or have they got a part? They well, they've got their own. Got a candidate. Yeah, they've got a candidate. It's been on Twitter. You know the guy. Yeah, see, both us in both both in the niche parties. Yes, that's right. That's what they've so got. Really 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 hope then is that maybe they'll take some of the Labour vote away. Yeah, I, that would maybe that would maybe maybe, maybe uh, as I, I've said, the people will you're not happy with the SNP performing. I, I would say the same thing, but you just have to hold your nose and get on with it because there's nobody else to vote for. Then yeah. I mean, if, and maybe the thing is just for the SNP from the SNP point of view, because I mean, I mean, we're talking to you and you're here with Pensters for India, and we know Pensters for India is not party political. Right. Just independence, pro independence. But I mean, the thing is to get people to come and go, isn't it? Like the SNP, if they're just fed up, or they may yes, be saying yes. that Margaret Ferrier got a rough deal, yes. if they stay at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, a lot of people I think you talk about that. Any of you have been talking more lately, they always talk. No, Margaret, no, and I think they realise that there's, there's, there's been a many innovation. Yeah, there's, there's, there's just many bad things going on doing it. I mean, or if not worse than what she did. You know, whether it's experience or other leaders with the you know. And I, I, I just think it was a difficult time for everybody, and we should accept that. I, I would get back to the other though. I would say that when you talk to the young people, you certainly get a positive response. You know, well, that's interesting. Ones, you know, but yeah, yeah, any yeah. of the young yeah. folk who are, are actually very interested. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that goes along with the Republican sure. and famous being high in that age group. But yeah, you, 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 you know, you have to try and speak to the older ones as well and try and convert with best you can but I find um, Brexit is the big one that, they, they, they don't, they don't, a lot of people don't like that in fact have been taken out of the euros yeah. good morning how are you Mary how are you doing good this is this a nice little spot you've got here. Did you find it was quite busy last week, when, last time you were here? Yeah, a lot of people closing. Not, yeah. not as busy as a guy of shit. No. We had a New Zealanders who went on about, we want independence too. And um, we said, for the law, independence. He said, we want to be our public. There's a few of them chipping that away. Mm. Dominoes falling, aren't they? I think here we get quite a lot of yes people. I don't know, you, you've got to kind of possibly differentiate the SNP watch from the from the US vote, do with us. Yeah. Forward, forward pro and the public party standing. Yeah. What do you think the impact of that's going to be? Do you think that's going to split the vote or does that show that we've got a range? The vote a bit because there are quite a lot of people, though, 
Um, I mean, the SNP have been taking a lot of pelters from the unionist press all the time because they're up there. Whereas the others, of course, forget that because they're not it's actually. But that one is very bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got Scottish socialists across the road. Yeah, we've just been over to say hello to them as well. I'm going to there myself. Very articulate young man on the stall there. There's, there's a lot that they say that I absolutely it resonates with us. It's our, we've got the same values. I might even vote for them if I thought they had a chance. Yes, me, I'm free too. A chance. Similarly with with all the others, I mean, in Alaba. Again, if, if I thought they had a chance, I would possibly vote for them. I mean, same with us, Scottish Independence Podcast. We're not party political. Yeah. So anybody who's got an interest in independence, we're interested. The only thing is I would never vote for a Unionist Party. Ever. No, ever. never, 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 never. Good Scottish weather. This is the view from inside the Pensioners for Indy Gazebo. Hardy souls, they're all... We're a bit It's a rather gun downpour that we've survived there. Are we going down this way? Yes. You've just had a wee chat with someone from the ISP. Yes, I did. Uh, he's been out, somebody's been out leafleting for ISP, who of course are also standing in this by election. Um, he said he thought it was going well, and uh, I don't know that they've got any expectation of winning the seat necessarily, but he did well. say. It was about getting the, you know, awareness as yeah. the foes raised. Yeah. Uh, so just, just for, the, for, for, for anyone who doesn't know, ISP is the Independence for Scotland quality. Yeah. And he did say that um, ISP and Alifa have very similar yeah. perspectives. And of course, Alifa aren't standing here. Um, which led me to wonder, I kind of assumed when Alifa came on the scene that ISP might merge or get its souls sick if they are that close. Twice. Well, they did stand back, didn't they? They and the Acid Party stood back for Holyrood to let yeah, uh, Alba have a, a free go. Why they think there's enough votes going that, that yeah. they can stand alone? Kind of fair enough, isn't it? I mean, it's a part, and they've got their own ways to think about things, and you know they want to get that out there. So fair enough, isn't it? It is fair enough. Right, we've located the SNP hub now. We're going to see if there's any signs of anybody in, or they might all be out leafleting. We don't know. Just for a little bit of scene setting, Marlene and I walked up to the S&P hub with no idea if there was going to be anybody in it or not. But because we're both a little bit out of our comfort zone when it comes to marching into people's space, we tossed a coin for who was going to go in first. Well, I lost, so I went in first and was delighted to be greeted by a face that I recognised, my very own MSP, Keith Brown. There were a lot of people in the hub, including Tommy Shepherd and Dave Dugan. They were obviously all just about to go out leafleting, but Keith was good enough to give us a quick interview before he headed out. I see the Labour Party are saying Rutherglen's ready for a new start. What do you think? Well, there's no evidence of any new start from Labour. It seems to be a continuation of Conservative policies, and including the name Conservative, they stamp the status quo, now so does Labour. So the only proposition that's going to benefit people here is Katie Loudon. Do you think you managed to persuade the Rutherglen folk? Well, I think we're working very hard. We've got a lot of people out. Uh, and again, I know it's a bit of a cliche, a good response to the doorstep. So, so no, it's... it's we, we had a, a bit of a... I wouldn't say it was a very positive response up on the high street, chatting to people, and an awful lot of folks saying, you know what folk are coming out with this now. Why bother? Why send it to anyone, anywhere? They're all, you know, out for themselves. I mean, there's an awful lot of that kind of apathy. It's hard to get through. I didn't know how to even start getting through to someone saying that to me. 
I think in one sense people are under the cosh with the cost of living, but they also know that Westminster government which routinely ignores Scotland, you know, denies the right to a democratic referendum, is a hard thing to overcome and that can demotivate people. But that's down to us to make sure that we can motivate people to come out and say Katie Loudon can make a change. She's already said she's going to take a, a private member's bill through in terms of a, a mortgage interest relief. So whatever their background, having an MP is going to work on your behalf is most important. And the one most likely to do that is Katie Loudon. So all in all, a very interesting day. Uh, Rutherglen, very nice place to have a wander around. Also, we did find the Traitor's Tower, which is the place that John de Menteith betrayed William Wallace. And we only knew to go looking for it because of that mural we'd seen when we got off the train. And if you'd like to know more about that, check out our Scottish History playlist on our YouTube channel. Now we're back on the station waiting for our train home. And here are a few final thoughts on our day. On Rutherglen Station, yep, having had quite an interesting morning. We've been dropping in on the various stalls and hubs that we found in Rutherglen. So we've been to the SSP stand, we've been to pensioners for interview there today, and we dropped in on the SMK hub as well. Keith Brown opened the door for us. Yeah, that was nice. Dave Dugan skirted past us, and Tommy Shepherd said hello to us because we said hello to him as if. He would know who we are. <laughs> Impressive that so many of the big guns were out there. Interestingly, all, all the people we spoke to thought that their message was being well received. Let's say that's true. Yeah. We didn't see any signs of the opposition at all. Didn't see any. I had a chat with some folk who were, and they were sitting on the main street all waiting for a bus and uh, asked what they thought about the uh, election. They didn't think much of it. Um, but basically, it was that sort of um, what you look at, at least apathetic, but it was a bit more edgy than the rest. It was quite angry, angry and like worried about the voting. They're all the same. They just um, make out for themselves, and that's the kind of angry this was. That I'm afraid is you know not on the problem. <laughs> oh, there's a train off with the train. Luckily, not our train. Our train. Well, we're about, ours may arrive any minute. Yeah, ours. Well, yeah. I mean, so you know, talk up to the full gone on the mastery, and uh, it, we're all about the you know, same, and it doesn't matter who they are. And then artists get really. Well, it kind of makes me feel solid, actually. Mm. Uh, and yes, maybe it's that overall people have been having a hard time. It sounded like they weren't going to vote for anyway. When there's anger there, there's energy there. Yeah. And if we could inspire them that there was something in it for them, in fact, whoever managed to give them any glimpse there was something in it for them, you might have somebody who would then turn up, would speak to other people, might even be quite, you know, evangelistic because they cared deeply about something. It just wasn't what's currently on offer from any of the parties. I think it's, I think what strikes me about that when people see it, we see it quite a lot on some social media channels as well, is that there's a loss of trust. Mm. And there's two sides to that story. I'm not saying it's completely, we know there's reasons for it, but it's something that politicians all around have got to really address today. Otherwise, just assume upstroke um, democratic values, mm. doesn't or relevance to people's lives. Yeah, yeah, really interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, it was an interesting one. It was, and um, whatever happens in Rutherglen, it it's going to have repercussions yeah. for Scotland. 
that was our day out in Rutherglen. By-election is on 5th of October. If you want to know all the candidates who are standing, you'll get a list of them on South Lanarkshire Council's website. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on Friday with our normal podcast and we'll catch you later. Bye now.